0: The questions, man. i like to say some everybody i play more. I want play. More. I want i do. I want say, I say. A lot Well, I know I did last week, Willie, but I I, I believe it was with my four picks of the wild card playoff game.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm 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 glad you went ahead and said that, you know. I'm glad you went ahead and owned up to that. Owned up to it? No, I just wanted to take the glory from you. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) You ah,
0: I beat you ah. to the punch, if you will. I took the (laughs) Shazam!
1: Mm-hmm. But I got to give you what, right?
0: what I'm sitting here, Saturday, game start, and Colts go up 21 nothing, and I'm like, man. I, but but with my statement, you remember I was saying, this was the make it or break it game for them, right? And 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 I thought that they could do it, but I just don't. He just don't have it when he needs it. That's for sure, Bill O'Brien.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I, I don't know what it is, and, and and you know it may not be anything to do with him, and maybe just doing the fact that you just went up against the greatest playoff comeback QB in the history of the NFL. And oh, by the way, that's right. He's a head coach now.
1: Oh, that is not only correct. So, it is right, as in Frank Wright.
0: So. All due respect to him and that pick. And then we get to the Cowboys game. And I didn't, it wasn't, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I want to do better than Willie. I just wanted the daggone Cowboys to lose. And I thought they was about to. I really did. Mm -hmm. And then I saw this meme or joke with uh, the head coach from Seattle on the body of Tom Hanks in the, the movie mm-hmm. Wilson or Castaway, away. And, uh, mm-hmm. and Russell Wilson is on the volleyball Wilson. And it's the scene where, you know, they're out in the ocean and Wilson's floating away. Yeah. And Tom Hanks thing. is trying to get. Him. So, you know, I just, I don't know what they're missing, man. Uh, is it a running back? is it um what is it a receiver
1: I don't you know. know the to be honest with you Russell Wilson played very well in that game you know the uh the Seattle actually had every opportunity to win the game and uh, you know their kicker you know Sebastian Janikowski got hurt there at the end of the second half and that 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 really kind of uh you know put put them at a handicap they mm-hmm. had a hard time you know, they tried to go for it on fourth down a couple times. Then going for the two point conversion, which by the way, the the spread on that game was two and a half points. So there's a lot of people very upset at at them at them getting that two point conversion at the end of the game to to make it a two point score. But I I don't know TJ. I think I think Russell Wilson. You know, he's a great quarterback. He played he played really well. Uh, The running game wasn't what it should be for them. They kind of got away from the running game at one point. I really feel like Dallas kind of out-Seattled Seattle. Their defense was swarming to the ball. They ran the ball. Ezekiel Elliott ran the ball great. Prescott ran around, made just enough plays, including that really, really impressive third down run there at the end of the game that kind of, you know, led to that final touchdown for them. Really sealed the game, in my opinion. Um, It... uh, and then let's let's talk about the onside kick there at the end of the game. What was that all about? What, what, what you know, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Man, I, you know, I don't know if I have thoughts on it because it's one of those decisions I consciously can't put myself in the coach's mindset of what he's thinking because I, I don't know. Is it the pressure getting to him? Does he have it in his head that he's trying to catch somebody off guard? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's.
1: I mean, that's I, what I understand all that you – Yeah, yeah, and and I understand you lost your kicker. I understand you don't have a kicker to to make them, to make this onside kick. But come on, man. Uh, there's you know there's the, the, that team is full of athletes. You got you got fifty two, fifty three athletes on that team, and it's not like you're trying to line up and make a fifty yard field goal. You're trying to just just you know tip the top of the ball, and get it to go 10 yards. Now, granted, there is an art form to that. But, man, I, I think doing the little drop pooch punt thing was just, uh, you know, it was just ridiculous. And, and it, you know, it, I, I don't understand how he would think, he being Pete Carroll would think that that kind of pooch kick w- would have a higher percentage or a higher chance of being recovered by them than just letting your punter try to dribble some kind of onside kick. You know, up there, ten That
0: comment I just did, yeah, and I agree. And I'm not trying to interrupt you, but this is where I really wanted to interject because, you know, the point is, it's luck. I don't give a crap how much your 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 kicker practices every day for ten years.
1: That's right.
0: You know, there is this mm-hmm. thing called luck, and that's what it's about. So you're playing that luck card with him or without him. Right. So that, that's that's where I get back to, I don't know what he's thinking. Is he trying to be intelligent about it? In my opinion, it wasn't an intelligent call. But here again, I'm a guy that 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 lets his mouth slip before he thinks 10 times out of 10 in the day. Right. Uh, and here we are. And I picked them to win. So
1: who's the non-intelligent one? So <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you know, and and going going to the Indianapolis Houston game, uh, I, you know, I do I do agree with you that you know I'm not a believer in Houston uh, in the playoffs. Bill O'Brien, namely, um, you know he's uh, he he's he's had his struggles every season that he makes it to the playoffs. They're pretty much one and done. I think they won one playoff game a couple years back, but. You know they've uh, not not had any sustainable success.
0: Hasn't he made the playoffs every year since he's been there?
1: I I I think so. I think so. I think I think he's been there four or five years, and I believe they've made the playoffs every year. You know, I believe they've been nine and seven, ten and six. You know, right in that range, just about. Now the conference,
0: they've not been outstanding. They've not been the team to watch, if you will. You know, right. um, Right. But they've been consistent
1: to
0: to get
1: where they need mm-hmm. to, especially in the division they played in. Right. Well, I thought that game right, so, went exactly to plan. To plan, I really do. You know, the Colts. Uh, the yeah. Colts continued the exact the exact way they've been playing for the last month and a half. They they they're they're the hottest team in the league right now. You know, Andrew Luck's playing well. Um, they, they kind of took their foot off the gas there in the, in the, in the second half, you know, and, and, uh, and Houston, Houston had opportunities to come back in that game, but, uh, the, the Colts did just enough and ran the ball very effectively. And uh, I think that was a, um, I think that was an impressive win, honestly, you know, but I, 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 you know, like I said, and I believe you did too, we thought that was going to be one of the better, if not the best game of the weekend. And it turned out to be the, uh, the, the the worst game of the weekend if you're looking at the points you know,
0: hmm And and Willie, we we he's made it just to clarify to let people know. Okay, so 2014 he didn't make it. 15 he did.
1: Okay.
0: 16 he did, and they won a game. Um, I th- I want to say I, they beat Kansas City or somebody like that
1: they lost the Kansas um, and then City last the season year, the season that they had their quarterback was hurt cool. you know
0: yeah. um but um and then last year they stunk to high heaven um 4 and 12 um mm-hmm. but this year you know 11 and 5 so you know season wise there but i mean what is it what's that what's that factor willie i mean is there a factor in the playoffs that get into people's head? Because the last time I checked, yeah, I it's still football.
1: Yeah, but I think the pressure—the pressure gets to guys. Um, you know, guys tense up, tighten up, don't play as loose as they could. Uh, Deshaun Watson definitely was not accurate throwing the ball. He did not play well um, for his for his standards. Uh, their defense. Didn't do a terrible job. I mean, holding the Colts to 21 points is is, is reasonable, but when your when your offense can't get anything going, you know, at, uh, I I don't know, I don't know, TJ. You know, that's uh, I I think you until you've done it, it's hard to pick a team like the like the Houston Texans until they've actually won a couple games in the playoff, make it to an AFC Championship game or a Super Bowl. You know, I'm I'm not going to be a believer in them until they do that.
0: I mean, you know I've got a special relationship with a former hat player um that uh I do happened to win a Super Bowl. Now when I when I speak to him about things of this nature, I don't know if, if I'm getting the real answer or if I'm getting the egotistical um I was a bad MO answer Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because it's not simple as cut and dry. Cause when I try to talk to him about certain coaches, um, people I like people he didn't like, um, things that happen. There's some cool stories out there. Um, but at the end of the day, the NFL is what the NFL is. And, they either make or break it for you because I'm sitting here looking at quarterbacks still to this day and wondering how in the heck Mark Sanchez is still a quarterback in the NFL and quarterbacks like not, I ain't even going to bring up Colin Kaepernick. How about I just throw throw a name, Aaron Murray out of Georgia. So you're telling me Mark Sanchez is a better fundamentally quarterback than Aaron Murray is. I don't
1: see it. Don't see it. Yeah, but again, I can, I can agree with that. They
0: That's are where it. they are. So here we are.
1: So <laughs> here we are. Here here we are. So as a, as of Saturday night, you received a text message from me stating that Willie was two and zero, and that TJ was was zero and two in our picks so far. So um, so things were looking good for me. And um, then uh, Sunday rolls around. We got the, uh, the L.A. Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. And, um, you know, kind of same thing, same way I feel about the, the Colts-Texans game there, TJ. I feel like the kind of what I said and what I predicted was that the, if the game was going to be won by the Chargers, it was going to be because of their defense. And that was definitely the case. Phillip Rivers did not have a very good game. Melvin Gordon did not have a lot of rushing yards in the game. The Baltimore defense was, you know, what they were, a, you know, the number one rated defense in the league as far as yardage, not scoring defense, but yardage defense. They were, they were number one coming into the postseason. They really kind of kept L.A. In, in check, but the Chargers defense absolutely shut Lamar Jackson down for three quarters, and that was the difference in the game. Uh, how do you feel about that?
0: a doubt. I mean, they saw what he could do, and they figured out what he could. Mm Hmm. And I'm just sitting there, like, (coughs) back to the Texans gang. They they said that they was going to let Watson go into the uh, uh, option read. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, Willie, you know, last week we're talking about these college programs and we'll get into you know a college game right tonight here in a second but running a, a style offense that that suits the nfl well right, right two of the best option read guys um got shut out mm-hmm. i mean so is it really translating uh, to the nfl right now because i wonder with those two guys well, man, you know, I mean, because I thought Baltimore's defense was just going to pick them apart. Mhm. So.
1: Yeah, and and, and you and know they did I, for the most part, and you, yeah. you asked the the question. You asked the question. Does do these do these you know these these college style offenses can it translate? Can it work in the NFL? I think it can to a certain point um, until you run up against a a very well-coached defensive football team and a good defensive coordinator that knows how to scheme against those things. And and then, you know, everybody said with Baltimore, oh, they're going to live and die with this style offense that they've adapted to now. They're going to live and die with Lamar Jackson. And his numbers, if you look at his numbers for the game, he really didn't have bad numbers. But he only had 25 yards passing going into the fourth quarter. I think he ended up with 197 or 198, just under 200 yards, because he had a big fourth quarter. And, the, and they they did. They made a great a great effort to come back and get back in the ball game, and they did get back in the ball game. But uh, it was just a little, uh, you know, too little too late. So I, I I don't know. In my opinion, like we talked about a little bit last week, I I I, I think defense can still win championships. I think that defense is so important and that a good defensive scheme can topple a a great offensive scheme or great offensive talent uh if if given the chance, you know. I agree. I agree. Um
0: it was just you know, I, I sit and I wonder I just don't I'm not sold on the Colts defense. I'm just not, Mm -hmm. um, and the chargers defense, man, they got Bosa. Um, they've got some quick linebackers and they've got some great cornerbacks. So my question, you know, that I think to my head is, are they the really defense of the LA that the Rams want to be? Because mm-hmm. I mean, yes, Rams got the Amakinsu and Aaron Donald, but man, the Chargers have been nasty. Yeah, they play well, Especially in the back. They've got some of the top receivers in the NFL, and they're just not talked about.
1: I agree. Which I wonder why. I agree. They've got three, three very talented wide receivers. I, I agree with that. So, so. But uh yeah, moving on and I know you hate to, move, move, but, moving on um, but we got to talk well, yeah, moving on. you know I,
0: I, you know uh, you, you started off the, the Sundays you know talking about how we you you messaged me Saturday night, but you forgot to mention how you went to our web page and you posted you know Willie to TJ0 just saying yeah so I so politely commented back. Bears 1, Bill's none. So, when I did that, I probably should have kept my mouth shut because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, Willie is 3-0, and and the Bears have yet to play. Did he jinx my Bears? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But he probably didn't regardless. Uh, you know just go ahead and tell everybody, you know, what what you
1: calling it, Willie? The kick. Well, I'm I'm calling Parkey's kick the the kick heard around the Midwest. Uh not quite heard around the world and, you know, to to his credit, Bears fans do need to lay off of him because they got, you know, everybody's come out with the video evidence now that that the ball was slightly tipped. Um not not yeah. enough to be completely blocked, but but probably enough to slow it down and where the wind had more of an effect on the, the, the ball flight, you know. So I, I, hate, I hate it for you, man. I really do. I hate it for you. I, I assumed out of all the games for the weekend, that was the last game that I would have predicted being a one-point win for one team or the other. I really felt Chicago was going to win the game by 10 points or more because of their defense. And their defense played very well until they gave up that late touchdown uh, to uh, Golden Tate, thrown by Nick Foles, which was an absolute great, great executed play, if if you look at that play. That was great the only one. Great receiver. shot. Yep, yep, yep. You, they're, they're, what do they say? There's no defense for the perfect throw. So, I uh, kudos, kudos to the Philadelphia Eagles. My daughter, as you know, my daughter Leah, just, she actually just turned 14 years old on January 4th. And uh she's a she's a big Eagles fan, always has been. So she was very happy. But uh but I do hate it for you, my friend. I know what kind of passion you have for the Bears, same as I have for the Bills. And I, I hated to see them lose. I did I did disagree with you. I don't think the I don't think they were gonna go to the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl and win it. But I did think they were gonna win this game, at least get into the next round, possibly get to the to the NFC championship and It just, uh, it didn't work out for you, man. I'm sorry.
0: You know, and I I appreciate it. You know, Um, I cannot be mad that they lost. I can't, because I did not expect them to get to this point this year. I had no expectations of making the playoffs. And. I so the fact that they did, they gave me an extra game, and for that, I'm thankful. Mm -hmm. Um, and I and I know I told you, you know, win or lose, and and I will be a man of my word, win or lose. I can't be upset because of that reason. It hurts because I'm a fan, um, and hurt to lose that close, but yeah, you know, we're sitting there, I'm sitting there watching the game, and I just felt. You know, Tariq Cohen returned that kick. And man, that guy is just on another level. It's just like when it's crunch time, get that man the ball. He did the same thing yeah. against the Giants when we came back. We lost to the Giants, but he did the same thing. And mm-hmm. he just finds that next level. And we're talking a guy that's five foot six out of North Carolina Central. Man, I. So my respect for him is, is above and beyond. But so he misses it. I'm thinking, my god, he really hit the goalpost again. And I'm just yeah. that was because he did it four times against Detroit earlier in the year. And of course, they start showing that. And nobody all right. at all is talking about any block. Not not the announcers, not anybody. And you could hear the fans boom. Um, social media is blowing up and, and then it comes out and shows video evidence. It was tipped. Yeah. So maybe you need to be mad at the offensive line, you know? So Mm -hmm. yes, he missed 11 kicks earlier in the year, but he made three Sunday. So Yep. I don't know. It's it's frustrating regardless. But the positive that I'm trying to take away from it, because again, now it's just it's it's on that paper aspect of it. You know? Mm-hmm. So because the yeah. same thing happened with us with Mark Tresman. Mark Tresman had a decent first year. And everybody praised his offense. Well, we come back. And it's just like we crapped the bed. Where did it go?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and that's my worry. Yeah. But, you know, I as a Bears fan, I, you know, love him or hate him, Jay Cutler is still our all-time leading passing, uh, all-time touchdown. He, he holds many, many records for an organization that's been right. in the NFL since the NFL started. Now we haven't had the great line of quarterbacks, but still yeah, he's it. So I respect mm-hmm. him on that level. Um so and with 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 that though, man, it's like um I I was I respect your talent, but his drive wasn't there. So and it wasn't there his whole time, it seemed like. And I'm sitting right. there thinking, well, shit, man, what, what do I do? Uh, you know, shoot, man, I, it, you know, he scored a touchdown. He's got the same emotion motion throwing a touchdown that he does a uh, um, interception. So I get used. Yeah. I, I don't know if, if my my bitterness or I, I don't know what my feeling towards that is, because now I, I I like the fact Mitchell Jabisky did a great job Sunday outstanding i mean yeah. he made mistakes yes, yeah, but man he drove that field he he threw some passes he got us down the field okay what else do you need in the quarterback
1: yeah a couple so, of those throws that he made were spectacular uh, spectacular throws the uh, the touchdown pass there i believe in the in the uh the second quarter third quarter that uh yeah, up up the sideline that was just a very, are you talking about very, very most
0: probable fair play of that 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 the next gen stats. The Mitchell Trubisky throw versus the Eagles just had a 17.8% chance of being caught according to next gen yep. stat.
1: Yep, I saw that. That
0: that, that stat brought to you I mean, here oh <laughs> <more,
1: wait> live. <laughs>
0: and I'm I'm sitting here and getting uh trying to pull it up on my phone and and I, I get that. I do apologize. Mm-hmm. Um you know, just and Tariq Cohen. You know, but he caught it though. Tariq caught it too though. So, uh, it was a great throw, great play by by both individuals.
1: Was it I to mean, Cohen or Robinson? I mean, I thought it was to I, I thought it, I thought it was to Robinson. Um, or was it Cohen? I, I I Was it Cohen that talked caught that touchdown pass? I know Robinson caught one that was a really good throw.
0: Well, I, I think the throw they was talking about was the the Cohen throw where he it where he had to put it in, and Cohen got rocked right when he caught it. hmm I mean, it was for like a twenty-some yard gain. So.
1: Right. But, well, you know, to, to, to end, I can hear my on mind. it. Go ahead. Let me uh, let me let, yeah. Let me interject my my end thought on the uh, the game. There, you know, I really really respected what Matt Nagy said after the game. Uh, you know, they uh, during the press conference, he he said that uh, he said we're we're a team. We're going to stick together as a team. We're all going to feel this pain. I want I want us to feel this pain so we don't have to feel this pain again. I thought that was a pretty a, a pretty manly statement by by a, a first year head coach. You know, to to actually say something that prevalent and, and, uh, and, and keep his team humble. Uh, you didn't hear the bears, you know, calling anyone out. You didn't, you know, they, they, they didn't know, nobody said anything about the kick or the kicker. Uh, Khalil Mack, you know, said, you know, he's one of our brothers and I wouldn't want to have his job at, at talking about uh, yeah. Parky and the field goal kicker. And um and it, it and it's true you know Parky scored nine of their fifteen points for him. so you know yeah it sucks that he missed that kick but uh, but kudos to the Bears uh, I do think the Bears are are, are going to be around for for several years to come they've got a defense that is sustainable and they've got a lot of talent on offense with with Cohen Trubisky you know Trubisky looks like he's he's going to be their guy for a while and that's great and uh, and come on what a better name for a quarterback for Chicago than Trubisky right. I mean, you got it, oh, yeah. and I. Uh, but I, I do think your Bears are going to be a team to reckon with for a while. But uh, but 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 credit to the Philadelphia Eagles and, and Doug Peterson for for doing a, a, an outstanding job and, and having a team prepared. And 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 here we go again with the whole this whole Nick Foles magic hump, uh, because if you remember, in the first round last year. I believe the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Atlanta Falcons and it was not a very pretty game. It was, it was a similar scoring game. If I, if I recall, it was a low scoring 17 to 14, 17 to 15 kind of game, you know, and, um, they, they kind of just, just barely made it through. And, uh, could it happen again? I don't think so. I think, I think Philadelphia is going to run into a bus saw this coming week, but that's for another, that's for another discussion. And, uh, yeah, but uh, but I just wanted to throw that in there about Matt Nagy, man. I, I felt like he did a, uh, a a really good job of of keeping his team humble at the end and saying the right things, uh, contrast to what
0: some the of the Alabama
1: players said. Yeah, yeah, and and you know I, I watched the you know post game show. Congratulations to the Clemson Tigers, one of dominating performance last night, uh, beating the yep. Alabama Crimson Tide for, for the national championship. But man, it, it really. Uh, yeah, I know this is an NFL show, so we're not going to talk about the college game long. But uh, the way the way Alabama's players handled the 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 loss and the, some of the things they said, they were not very humble. They they did not give Clemson very much credit for be, for Clemson actually actually just having a better game plan and beating them. Uh, they just kind of said they made mistakes, and I felt that that was not a very humble way to go about it. Uh, you know, in contrast to what the Bears did and what Nagy said, I thought, I think they were very humble and. Uh, he's, a, he's a class act. Yeah.
0: yeah, The kids, it was wrong. I'm not justifying in any way. Um, yeah. But they do stuff stupid things, man, and they get content too with being Alabama. And yeah, they they've been talked about for years now, and they know it. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're there's their self-defense as well. Um, but again, I do not, it doesn't make it right, period. But but we'll come back here. Uh, Willie, how about we take a quick little break um, and we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about that and, and talk about, you know, some coaches candidates I know you wanted to speak about and, and that drama up in Pittsburgh. What do you say?
1: Yeah, I like all those things. We'll we'll catch you on the flip side.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and we'll we'll go to the show. We'll we'll go to the break with this this lovely tune by a one gentleman that that I'm happy he's back, but I wish he was still doing the solo thing. But one of the real reasons too that maybe I like football the way I do, and it just gave me goosebumps when I would hear him singing. Without further ado. And, We'll go to the break after, but but here it is you <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back, guys. But uh, well, Willie, let's just uh, you know get right back into it where we left off, and I know we was going to talk about that that national championship game last night a little bit. Um, right. What's your take, big guy?
1: Well, uh, again, like, like I said before, I really feel like uh, it was a dominating performance by Clemson. Uh, it, it, it really kind of felt like it was a passing of the torch kind of feeling. Uh, the way Clemson really manhandled and out-physicaled the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, the quarterback for Clemson is definitely something special. We will be talking about him probably being the number one pick in the draft two years from now. So, again, cr- congratulations to Clemson. Uh, Alabama's a, a hell of a tough team to, to, to go against, and good good for them. Heck of a game, uh, great game plan by uh, their defensive coordinator Brett Venables. I think uh, I, I always have a hard time saying his name, Venables. I believe uh, he uh, he really schemed properly against them. They you know they kind of bent, they bent, but they didn't break. Uh, again, just all-around wonderful effort by, by Clemson. I think Clemson won the game much more than Alabama lost the game. I feel like the the Tigers came in with a chip on their shoulder. And, quite frankly, Nick Saban got out coached by Dabo Sweeney and, and uh, the defensive coordinator. What do you think?
0: It's obvious. Something, you know, <laughs> that, they, that they got beat. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, was it? a chip on their shoulder because it's hard for me to sit here and say, you know, yes, he won last night. I don't know if it was out coached though. You know, I know that right now the emotions are running high, you know, Clemson, beat um, without a fact, I mean, gave him a beating like nobody would ever predict, you know, you know, especially Mm -hmm. with Nick Saban doing what, doing what he's done. Um, but the way I look at it and, and the way that, you know, we've grown up, I you know, I'm a, I'm a Carolina Tar Heels fan, right, in basketball. Love them to death. Right. And mm-hmm. I know people play up for the Tar Heels, just like they do Duke or Kentucky, you know. So you've been the team talked about. I mean, I'm sorry. You're not – I'm not turning on the TV on Saturday and hearing about the Clips and Tigers. That's right. I am hearing about Alabama all year long. It was all year, and just about what they've done and how good they are. So, you as a coach, okay, not necessarily you're you're not the greatest coach, but you're playing on on people's emotions, if you will, just like you're doing sales. So as a coach. <clears throat> I am going to iterate that point of how you've been overlooked all year, not just for the coming up game. And you don't think that I mean, I, I just think that they they just got tired of hearing it over and over and over and over again. And they was mm-hmm. more fired up for that game than Alabama was.
1: So, I, think, I think that's correct. But you know, without, a, without
0: question, they, they won. They beat them. Um, coaching had a big part to do with that. But and, and at the end of the day, regardless of what I say is right and wrong, they still won. And hats off to them, period. And it's, it's you know, I saw that kid, you know, uh, know Chris Gatta, uh, you know, uh, that, you know, my uh, friend of mine down in the Cumming, Georgia area. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he and I talked this morning, and he even said, TJ, I remember you telling me about that kid when he was in eighth grade. He was, you know, over in Canton, Georgia, and he was just a bad yep. mofo, Willie. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And just, you know, something about the kid. And I, I went over and saw him play in high school when I was still down in Georgia. And oh, wow. He was special. So, um, but, you know, with without question, you have those athletes. And if he keeps going the way he does, knock on wood, no injuries occur. Or this or that you know for sure number one draft pick in the future i would foresee mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, but you sit here and you think too and this is kind of going to lead into our next topic well we know nick is 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 gone to the big the, to the promised land if you will and he came right back down because that's what he wanted to do but who's to say davo don't get a job offer in the nfl this year
1: yeah There's yeah, a couple you know, jobs out there. You, there is there. There are several jobs. There's several jobs, and just uh, my my follow up, my, my ending statement on on Clemson, and you know the way the, the way their defense played on, namely the pick six in early in the game. There, the you know when Alabama's first drive, yeah. that pick six, that pick six, man, that was a defense knowing the quarterback's tendencies. Knowing they they tricked him into throwing the ball where he did. That's what they did. They tricked him into putting that ball in that place. They blitz from that side, but they but they they showed a, a, a cover two, kind of deep corner. You know, not not a press look. You know, their their corners were back, and so Tua thought he had his wide receiver out there in the flat open. Well, you know, at the last second they bring their corners. They bring those two corners on that side in. They blitz another defensive back from that side. And they baited him right into that. <clears throat> and there was a uh, uh, another play on defense in the fourth quarter there that I thought was just those, – those two examples, uh, you know, those, those two plays really stood out to me as, wow, they – you know, the, the the defensive coordinator tricked that quarterback. You know, they he absolutely tricked well, the, him in two plays. But –
0: The one thing – and, and I don't want to take that away from you. It was a great defensive scheme, a great interception for a mm-hmm. pick six. But what happened that what the very next play that he got his hands on the ball oh, yeah. was a seventy six oh, yard yeah. yeah, touchdown that's pass. That's
1: right. So boy, so that, it kind of took away that. from what
0: he did. You know. But it did. after it, that it did. there was nothing. That I mean, there was nothing they could do. I mean no, not, and that to me was the right. impressive part. Not the play the consistencies mm-hmm. of play against yeah. a team that you know can do what they can do. Yeah. So, well, but with that question, well, I wasn't, t- and I was very impressed because, you know, he doesn't throw very many picks. <laughs> I don't think he threw no, he his first pick until um, either the Georgia game. It was, it was against Georgia. I know that. And it was either the, the, the end season Georgia game or the SEC championship game?
1: I mean, they, Tua uh, wasn't throwing picks at all. Well, they didn't play Georgia during the regular season this year. Uh, it, it, it was late in the year. Yeah, it was late in the year against the SEC team. I, I want to say it wasn't LSU. Um, I want to say it was like Mississippi State or, or somebody like that that he threw his first pick against. But, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he went like eight or nine, he started like eight or nine games before he threw his first interception. So, it, you know, and, and, I do think that we're kind of being, you know, everybody on 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 all these TV networks this morning and talk radio. Everybody's a prisoner of the moment, you know. Everybody's talking about Lawrence and everybody's yeah. talking about, oh, well, Clemson's here to here to stay. Everybody said the same thing about Alabama and Tua last year, didn't they? You know, when when Tua mm-hmm. comes on, comes in in the second, he comes in, in the second half, leads leads uh, Alabama to a great win. Uh, throws a uh, you know a deep pass in in overtime to win the game to a freshman wide receiver, and um, I, I can't think of his name, but the freshman wide, freshman wide receiver for Clemson last night, number eight, the one that had the he had a couple of spectacular one hand catches. You know, um, he's a true freshman wide receiver. So and from Alabama too, he he was actually from from Alabama, highly recruited by by Nick Saban, and he chose Clemson over over Alabama. So. You know, I, I just, uh, again, it was a uh, just overall uh, overwhelmingly dominant performance. But, man, Alabama's not going anywhere. We all know that. Me and you know that anyhow. People that know football and, and know what Nick Saban and that that, and that program is all about, they'll be back next year. They'll be back in the playoffs next year. I, I, I There's no way I would bet against them. And um, it wouldn't surprise me if we have uh, Clemson and Alabama in a national championship game again next year, would it you?
0: no it wasn't at all it wasn't at all
1: Mm-mm. not at all
0: and uh not cause, at all because they're both coming back they're not going <laughs> anywhere yeah yeah they're not, you
1: know, they're, so, they're, nobody's
0: going anywhere, anywhere. so I, but it's going to be a great it's it's i, I see them coming back again next year for sure
1: Well, all right, TJ, let's go ahead and get back into some of these coach openings in the national football league. We got, uh, got a handful, got a handful left. You know, uh, the, the, the most recent news, uh, yet, uh, a little while ago, was breaking news or was it, it may have been last night, the, uh, Matt LaFleur was hired by
0: the,
1: yeah, uh, was it yesterday? Okay. He was hired by the green Bay Packers to be, uh, their next head coach. And, uh, Uh, He's got back, you know, come from the Tennessee Titans, offensive coordinator, really, you know, they, they had the, the number, I believe the number 24 or 25th ranked offense in the league this year. So that's, that's not saying much for him there. However, he did work with uh, Sean McVay, who's head coach of the Rams now considered an offensive genius. And uh, also Kyle Shanahan, who's the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers who is considered an offensive guru or genius as well. So, that's probably where yeah. Green Bay's mindset was uh, is for that is somebody just a uh, a progressive offensive mind to work with Aaron Rodgers. But um, let me let me read these off to you. So we're going to take yeah, the Packers hey, off the list since since yeah since that since that that was taken. Let me let me read these other opening ob openings off to you here. We got the the Browns, the Bengals, the Broncos, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Cardinals, and the Buccaneers. Out of those teams, who, in your opinion, if you were a a free agent head coach, per se, which job would be the best, in your opinion, out of those teams?
0: Right now, to come in and and to win. Right now. You know, it's a toss-up, and let me tell you why. You got the Bronco. I think they could do mm-hmm. it. Got a great defense. They got a decent, decent offense. I just wonder how much <laughs> control John Airway really had. Right. Um, and that being a hiccup for me as a head coach and doing what I would want to do. Okay. Saying that, well, the only other that 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 would strike anything to me. Unfortunately, would be the Browns. Yeah, because they're young, they've got a great defense. Um, I, I really like the progression they made when when uh, what's his name took over. I don't know why they're not giving him the job. Um, he man, he done well. He done really well.
1: Greg Williams. Greg, yeah, uh, you're talking about so Greg Williams. You're you're correct. Greg yeah. He
0: did a great job. So. Those would be, it would be the Broncos, but the, 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 just the Elway thing, you know, the what if, but Mm -hmm. the one that I really wanted to talk about, and, and after this, which one would you want? Let me ask you the same thing.
1: Well, uh, I kind of penciled in, uh, you know, one, two, and three, you know, what, what I, what I would consider the top three. And, um, originally, just so you know, originally I had the Packers as the number two job, you know, but now, now that's been, that's been gotcha. killed. So I can, I, I can scratch that out. Um, my number three, I'll, will do it this way. My number three overall job coming in, I agree with you is the Denver Broncos. I, uh, and, and there's only, there's really only one or two reasons that I say that. And that's Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb, their defensive ends. Or, well, I know Miller yeah. plays, I think he plays outside linebacker, but we all know, just like Khalil Mack, he's a pass rusher, you know. And, um, you know, so I, I think the Broncos are is a good job. Um, I, I don't know if Case Keenum – I don't think he's the answer long term. I think if the Broncos can find a quarterback to, to build maybe and let Case Keenum play another year or half a year or something like that. Um, I, Joe I, Flacco. I, I think Denver's a good team. Yeah, Joe Flacco, there you go. I think Flacco would be a great addition. For the Broncos, I I really do, Um, you know. And my number one team, man, I completely agree. The Cleveland Browns, I think, are are a—they have so much talent on their roster, and they proved it this year. They proved it by, you know, what what did they finish? Eight, seven, and one, or or did they? Or seven, eight, and one? Maybe seven, eight, and one. I think they finished because they lost that final game to Baltimore. So I think they finished seven, eight, and one. But, But how good is that in compared to a team that? they didn't win a game last year did they they they, they didn't win a yeah. they didn't win a single football game last year so so uh, you know i, I, think, a, I think the range. proof is right there mhm mhm i think the proof's right there um you know i think the cardinals job and the Bengals' job and the dolphins job i don't i don't know how good those jobs are uh you know that's uh, those those teams are kind of he- trending in the wrong direction i think uh, the Jets, at least the Jets, have Sam Darnold. You know, they got a young quarterback to build around. He proved this year uh, he's very capable. He had a very solid, solid rookie year. I'm, I, of course, I'm partial to Josh Allen in Buffalo, but uh, Josh Allen, his game is more dependent on running the ball and 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 being, you know, kind of depending on his athletic ability a little bit more. Uh, Sam Darnold, I believe, had 17 touchdowns to 14 interceptions for the Jets. So. Uh, whereas Josh Allen had seven passing touchdowns and eleven interceptions for the Bills, but he also ran for I think six or seven touchdowns. So, you know, I, I do believe the Jets' job is not a bad job to have, but they still have work to do. And um, <clears throat> really, if if I would have had to pick a fourth team on that list, I would have put Tampa Bay Buccaneers in there. Um, their 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 defense is 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 less to be desired. But, uh, but man, they, they've got uh, some, some great wide receivers and tight ends. They just have a lot of, of weaponry on offense. Regardless if Jameis Winston or Ryan Fitzpatrick is, is throwing the ball, uh, both those guys put up huge fantasy numbers this year, and they always do. It seems like, who you know, Tampa Bay, you know, Jameis Winston's always put up big numbers. So I, uh, I think the Tampa Bay job is not as bad as people may think it is. Um, they they do need some work on defense, but man, I, I uh, that, but that's that's my overall kind of look at it. Again, Browns one would have been Packers number two, Broncos three, and then the Buccaneers are probably the fourth best job out of out of all those openings.
0: Yeah, I just the the defensive thing with the Bucks, and then you know you talk about the receiver Deshaun wants out, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's not exactly young. Um, was that okay. a product of the system with the coach that's leaving? Um, and is Jamie Winston really a number one draft pick? So that's why I mean, again, everybody has their opinions and thoughts, but that's where I sit now. Now, the one what I wanted to talk about, and we kind of addressed it, um, Cincinnati mm-hmm. 16 years. This man has been there sixteen, yeah. and I mean William. Okay, you're you're pro Marvin Lewis right now. All right, what have you done to keep your job for
1: a uh, year five? You know. I think the thing with Marvin Lewis was he was mediocrely consistent, if that makes any sense. And, you know, they, they got to the playoffs a handful of times. <clears throat> he never won a playoff game. I actually misquoted myself last week thinking that the Texans lost to the Bengals a couple years ago, but I was wrong. The Texans lost to the Chiefs in a in a wild card playoff game because Marvin Lewis has never won a, a, a playoff game at all. I – uh, I do think Marvin Lewis is head coaching material. I do think he's he's definitely defensive coordinator material, but at the same time he kind of he came out of that Baltimore Ravens defense where that Baltimore Ravens defense got a lot of guys head coaching jobs, if you remember, he got Marvin Lewis a head coaching job. It got Rex Ryan a head coaching job, you know so um, you know i I think that Lewis is a capable head coach, I think he probably deserves a job somewhere, man. I mean, uh, w- considering your other options. Uh, but, uh, but he should have been gone in Cincinnati a long time ago as a, as a, a franchise, you can't keep your fan base ha- holding on to nothing without trying to make a change for that long, I, I guess would be my feelings yeah. in that, you know, so I, I you know, he, uh, Again, he, he had some bad years, he had some really good years in Cincinnati, but, but once he got to the postseason, they couldn't do anything. And it's it's kind of a it, it kind of epitomizes what their quarterback is too. Andy Dalton, I believe, is just I, I like Andy Dalton. I think he's a great guy. Trust me. I, I, I pitched in five bucks to his GoFundMe page last year when he got my Buffalo Bills into the playoffs. You know? I, I It was supposed I, to be I, I fourteen. 14. <laughs> but uh but man, he, uh, uh, you know, he's he's a he's a mediocre middle of the road quarterback, and unfortunately, I think that's what Cincinnati's going to continue to be. Uh, I I have a feeling that AJ Green may be gone. Uh, you know, I don't know. I I think he's a he's a he's a high trade commodity for them, and and he might I, I, he's not going to be a free agent, but I think he's a I think he's is actually a restricted. Free agent to where, you know, if, if, if some, you know, if he is signed by another team, the Bengals could match his offer sheet and keep him or whatever. But I do think that there's a chance that he could be gone from, from Cincinnati and, uh, and, and which who could blame, him, you know?
0: Yep. I mean, he's been their rock year in and year out. Yep. And I, I you know, I just, and I and I sit here and you give him credit with the 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 Baltimore thing, but he really got his NFL start with the Steelers. To let you know, okay, um, yeah, I love that. Back, you know, so he was a linebacker coach in their heyday when they may have went to a Super Bowl against the Cowboys and a quarterback may or may not have been paid off to throw an interception. I do not know. Yeah. I assume. So um and abraham moreloo can take his twenty dollars and keep it um
1: who was this? who was this? oh o'donnell but, neil o'donnell
0: yeah yeah neil o'donnell and yep, yep. man i mean you look you look at what he's done i i sit here and think okay 1st year eight and eight okay so they probably was happy with that well you know i think it was that, you know in 2004 it was showing you know that it was going to be you know, mid-level is what I'm going to get you. Eight and eight. Then 2005, eleven and five. Uh, lost to the the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers AFC Wild Card game. Okay, 2006, back to eight and eight. 2007, seven and nine. 2008, uh, eight, four and eleven. Great year, right? 2009, ten and six. Oh, lost man. to the New York Jets AFC Wild card game. Next year, Mm -hmm. 4-12, 2011, 9-7, lost to Houston Texans in the AFC wildcard game. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just keeps getting consistent and consistent. And, you know, okay, so I let it go the first game, first time, third time, even fourth time. And then you do it again the fifth time, you're gone. I'm sorry, yeah. you're gone.
1: Yeah, you know, because um, when, when you know, I grew up,
0: you know, Willie, when I, you know, I had a guy that burped, my, my my dad, he was my he was he was my dad. He was he raised me, and he never asked for to be my dad, but he was my dad, and he liked Cincinnati Bengals. And the coach yep. of the Cincinnati Bengals, do you remember who the coach was?
1: Um, was it Weiss? Was Wash the coach at
0: the time? Sam Wash. I met Sam Weish. Uh Sam Wash just had a, a heart transplant um, about two years
1: mm-hmm. ago. Oh, you told me about that. Yep.
0: Yep. Down in Charlotte, and I and I get there, and and it's the Bears. You know, it was the end of the season. It's the Sunday before is the last game of the regular season, and I'm sitting there, and I look up Willie, and I look at Kelly, and I say, "That's Sam Wash." And Kelly was like, who? That's the Bengals uh, uh, coach that was really good back in the day with Boomer Sison and Anthony Munoz. And I looked up at him, and he looked, and I said, are you Sam Washington? He's like, yeah. I said, man, I just want to – and I had a Bears shirt. I said, I'm a Bears fan, but my great uncle, which was pretty much my dad, just absolutely loved you, and you was his favorite coach, and I just wanted you to know that. And uh, And he said thank you. And then about five minutes past, he he got my attention. He goes, can I take a picture with you guys? Not me asking him, Willie. He asked to take a picture with us. And to me, to this day, that goes leaps and bounds. Well, and course. what he did, you know, in Cincinnati, at the time he did, he was the innovator of the West Coast offense.
1: Mm-hmm
0: you know I mean he 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 was there in the 49ers but he is the one that came up with the west coast offense so he takes it to uh to Cincinnati and man they had a squad they did and you know what happened with him he got to the Super Bowl he got you there to to the you know yes yeah. you lost but he got you there he got you there and you know years years later you let him go because he wasn't producing. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it was the same owner then as it is now, is my point. A guy that got you there, the, a guy that can't get you out of that wild card game for 16 years? Where's your head? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I, if I you was know, a Cincy fan, I'd be...
1: <laughs> yeah, Disappointed. It's, it's a it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow, but but you know then you got to look at it from the side of you have teams like the Buffalo Bills that just ended a seventeen year drought of making it to the playoffs last year, man. You know, and and you know, they they couldn't get a coach to even get them to the playoffs. I think I think during that whole time, uh, either Rex Ryan or Doug Marone. Had a nine and seven season in there, and I believe that was the only winning season for the Bills during that whole span. I, I, I think they finished eight and eight a couple times, but that that there was only one season to where one of those coaches, like I said, either Rex Ryan or Doug Marrone, got them to nine and seven. So again, we, but but it's almost better, you know, if you if you're not gonna if you're gonna make the playoffs and lose in the first round, you know, is it better just to go five and eleven and, and get a top six draft pick, right? Uh, it's, uh, yeah. that, that, that old question, but, uh, but, but, but I, I totally agree with you, man. I, I think, uh, I think they gave him way too much time there for whatever reason they hung on to him for, 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 he, 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 uh, he saw his time come or six years ago, at least five years ago, at least in my opinion, yeah. if not before that, like you say, if not, if not before that. No. So I think, I think that's an interesting job. Uh, I do think there's some good candidates out there. I'm not a big fan of Greg Williams because Greg Williams didn't do a good job when he was the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. And Greg Williams was the one in charge or the head of the whole bounty gate thing that happened to uh, New Orleans. You know, when they were the pay. He was. They were were paying their defensive players. Yeah. Greg Williams was the defensive coordinator uh, for, for, for them when they did that because Sean Payton and Greg Williams both got suspended for that entire season. You remember when Peyton was had, had got suspended for that? You know, he he missed an entire season, and Greg Williams
0: missed that I do. And, too, and you know. remember the first statement we were talking about the the person that I know uh-huh. that that happened to play for Greg Williams when he was in the with the Redskins. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So you know, yeah. The hindsight though is that stuff has been going on for years.
1: Oh, true. And yeah. I, I, do I agree, you agree with you? No. No.
0: Yeah, uh but there there was always a little extra money here and there for certain things you did. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I know that for a fact. That's one thing I did get out of them. <laughs> so,
1: oh yeah, um, I, I I I believe I believe it. I so, believe but, it.
0: But, you, you know, know you talk again, about I I understand you, your, your When was when was he there? It was um, in, in Buffalo, wasn't
1: it? It, it was. Uh, probably was it pre-Flutie or after Flutie. Flutie? Okay, after Flutie, because uh, um, yeah, oh God, it was uh, once, the defensive coordinator in uh, Wade, Phil- Wade, Denver Wade was, the, was of, the head yeah. yeah, yeah, Wade, Wade Phillips was the head coach during when the Rob Johnson Flutie thing, Music City Miracle happened, and all that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, again, the, the coaching, the coaching aspect is, is interesting. I think for, for everybody this year, um, I think Mike McCarthy's going to get a job. I think he was a good, a good coach for green Bay. Um, I, I, I definitely, I, I, I do think Marvin Lewis will get a job somewhere, man. I really do. I think Lewis will get a job as a head coach somewhere. And, um, uh, and, and I, I do think Greg Williams deserves the head coaching job in, uh, for the Browns. But, uh, you know, with with that being said, you know, you got you got other coaches around the league, like Mike Tomlin, right? And yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but I'd run through a I I would run through a wall for Mike Tomlin. I I, yeah. I really would. Uh, I I th- I think he's a he's a great great head coach, and uh, you know, I feel like. Yeah, you, know, you, you hear whispers, people talking about should he be let go in Pittsburgh, which is absolutely ridiculous. The man's never had a losing season, and you know, won one or one or two Super Bowls, had he? I think he's won. I know he's won one Super Bowl because Cowher won. Cowler won one with the uh, against the Seahawks, but then Tomlin won he's against. He's got the, two. Tomlin's think, got I two. I think. I guess. I think Tomlin Tomlin okay, has two, okay. don't he? I don't. I don't think he does. I think he he lost to the, the guy. I think he lost to the Packers. He's been there twice. That's what it one. is? Yeah, he
0: lost. He's been the there back.
1: twice. He's won in one and one and one in one, one, one. But what a great head coach, man. And and we'll 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 kind of we'll kind of end the show today on this. The I take over topic, after. Cal- I've Cal- yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I I I'm I'm kind of been chomping at the bit, and like I said, we we'll, we can end we can end the talk today on this, but. The, uh, the drama in Pittsburgh that he's going through with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, do you feel like that's his fault? Do you feel like that's the players being dramatic and being divas? Uh, do you feel like that's the players doing what's right for them, like Le'Veon Bell holding out with the contract situation and, of course, all the new stuff with Antonio Brown just kind of, you know, getting in fights with Ben Roethlisberger in practice or whatever it is and and, and warning out. Like, where where do you stand with both of those players? Because I stand with Mike Thomas. Um,
0: I don't blame Tomlin. I don't because I feel that Tomlin wants to win, right? And mm-hmm. he knows that he, if he has Le'Veon Bell and uh, um and and Brown. and uh, Brown, Antonio Brown he's got a better chance of doing show. So saying that if he wrote the checks, I think they would have been on the team. So it was uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. you sit here and you say, well, I think it's, it's mental. They, they cut off their nose to the face because they want to, you know, not they want to do this this way. And that's that because of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that's what they could do. Well, you didn't make the playoffs. Yes. What's his name had a great uh, Connor had a great season, um, but would would Ben make your season better? Uh, I think so. So I, I think the 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 wheels of the wagon is 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 shaking in Pittsburgh right now, and mm-hmm. I think that people's emotions are getting hurt with definitely Antonio Brown. You know they named they named Juju Smith-Schuster the team MVP, that upsets him. Right. And then he's not going to go to the Pro Bowl, so let's just throw some salt or some fuel on that fire. So the fill-in person for Antonio Brown in the in the, um,
1: in the Pro Bowl
0: <laughs> right. is no other than Juju. So
1: I saw that. Yeah. You know,
0: oh, wait, you make the Pro Bowl, what you're not the M- MVP, right? So I, I see his point. Um, Juju Smith is the next up and coming guy there for sure. It looks it, but I think that with what Antonio Brown gets coverage wise, um, gives Juju the ability to do what he does as well. So, um, right. You know, well, I, you, I just
1: you think about all the think about all the good the good good wide receivers that have came from the Steelers though, man. Um, uh, you know Santana Moss was a good receiver that 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 came to Pittsburgh and left. Then you had, uh, and I, I guess Antonio Brown wasn't around at that time. I don't guess, and, but then you had uh, uh, oh he's in Denver now. Watch uh, Sanders, Manuel Sanders. You know he was there with Antonio Brown had a, had a couple big years. You know and and, and so I, I I agree with you. I, I, Juju Smith-Schuster is a is a heck of a talent. But uh, I do think he he gets he reaches the benefits of being on the other side of the field from Antonio Brown, who's who's arguably the best right now. I I don't know you know how many wide receivers you got you got Julio Jones you got uh, you got Antonio Brown A J Green you know they, they, you can make an argument just about every year on who the best wide receiver is you know uh, Adam Thielen's a great receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, uh, uh, Landry for the Browns is a, he he's turned in from a, uh, into a really good number one wide receiver and and a, a great option I think him and Mayfield are going to do good things in Cleveland moving forward but I uh, I, I don't know man I, I just think the the I agree I agree with you I agree with you it's not on Tomlin if he was writing the checks he probably would have I mean he would have he would have made Le'Veon Bell happy and he'd be he'd be right there in Pittsburgh. But um, so let's uh let's have a little bit of fun with it for the end of the show. Then let's let's talk let's talk a little bit of hypotheticals. I know me and you don't really go into hypotheticals much. We're more of, you know, proof in the pudding, factual kind of guys. But uh, but let's uh, let's uh, let's just pretend that you you have you're an owner of an NFL franchise and you have unlimited funds. Who would pay Bell the most. Who's going to give Bell that long-term contract? Where is Bell going to end up? Because he is a a heck of a talented running back. Again, probably top five. Jets. 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 Okay. Jazz? The, Jets. Okay. Okay. the Jets. 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 I'm sorry. Jets. New York Jets. Jets. New York Jets. Jets. Say it. J- go ahead and see it. sing it. J E T S. Jets. 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 J E T S. Jets. great Jets. I like it. Well, that's a uh, that's great. I I agree. I think the Jets are are a very viable landing spot for him. I'd love to see him with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'd love to see that. Um, and or possibly Russell no, in think Seattle, like like you said. What's that? I don't think they
0: can pay him enough.
1: Well, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure about the cap room for everybody. And the if he you know an goes to an NFC team, I see
0: him going to like more like Detroit
1: than I do Green Bay. Okay. And again, the Green He's Bay, Michigan, I don't know how much sense Michigan State. Makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I don't know how much sense it makes for him to go to Green Bay again. In a fantasy world, if I if I could play Madden with Aaron Rodgers and Le'Veon Bell, that'd be pretty fun, right? And uh, so I, I think I think that would I just think that would be an exciting fit, maybe you know maybe a little off the wall, but uh, and then the, the, so Antonio Brown, you know, I, there's been lots of rumors about him going to San Francisco. Uh, I do think that would be a good fit. I think the Buffalo Bills would be a good fit for Antonio Brown. You know, Buffalo, Josh Allen's not trying to stand up on a soapbox and be the, be the number one star and get all the attention up there. Uh, you know, we just lost Kyle Williams to retirement. You know, he was probably, you know, one of the more prevalent leaders in the team. But if, if Antonio Brown wants to go up there and be a, you know, be a diva superstar, nothing's stopping him. You know, he he kind of take, take, that, take that pressure off the rest of the team, I think. I think the Bills would be a good fit for Brown. 49ers would be a good fit for Brown. The Arizona Cardinals would be a good fit for Antonio Brown. But uh, what what what's your thoughts on him? Where Where do you think he would he would he's most likely going to end up? And where do you you think whoever gives the Pittsburgh Steelers what they want,
0: whoever gives the Pittsburgh Steelers what Mm -hmm. they want, who would be the funnest? I think he would fit really well in San Francisco, like you were saying. Um, Yeah, because you know. Giving him that weapon and, and there with uh, if he goes there with the uh, the other guy that used to be in Buffalo, and then, of course you want to bring up Buffalo because you think anybody that can fit in your wagon fits you. So, um, but okay. uh, <laughs>
1: so, um, the wheels the, wheel, the wheel but, um, shaky in Pittsburgh,
0: baby. They're go good in Buffalo. Oh man, I mean, without a doubt, there's 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 so much drama. It's just drama. It's all it is. But see, they've caused this drama. Okay. They've done it. It's backfiring on them majorly, and I yeah. just you know when a when a guy like Le'Veon Bell holds out. I mean, he did. He held out. Um, yeah. To me, that was it. Was it was selfish on one side of it, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, the team is not there when you're 50 years old so right you know you got to be selfish to a certain extent and oh yeah i don't know yeah. i just i, I don't see I, I don't see it being a good outcome for the steelers you know but you, you know it's it's we live in a land of what if and that's why we get the topics
1: we do to talk about right that's right that's right no. thank thank god for it what would what would we talk about otherwise
0: I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question
1: <laughs> for another day. So,
0: That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, I tell you, you, got anything else? I think that wraps up our topics for today, don't you?
1: Yeah, I think I'm good with it, man. You know, just to recap uh, for the past the, the the wild card weekend, Willie was three and one. TJ was 0-4, even though he tried to throw in some petty comment about the Bears and the Bills, which had no bearing or, or, or prevalence towards the the wild card weekend that we were talking about. But again, just, just wanted to remind everybody, Willie three and one, TJ 0 and 4. Um I guess we can talk about uh I guess we can talk about the, the next next round of the playoffs, next go around. What do you think, TJ?
0: You 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 were correct about, you know, you Willie, you you, you picked a lot of the right picks and the hats off to you. Um, great job, man. Great job. However, my comments do to have some bearings because it's another <laughs> year since nineteen sixty, Willie. So um, <laughs> and you tell me that don't have no bearing. <laughs> And uh, you know we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know you you did you you did great you did better than I I was hoping for the Bears. You know why I was part of this uh, great season. Thank you Chicago for such a great season and just a joy to watch. So, um, I'm I'm looking forward to this week's games. Um, maybe talk about those next time. Get our picks in. See if I could be the catch you on the top dog or try to make some movement towards it. So, you know, that's what I'm hoping for at
1: least. We'll see see about it. We'll talk about a few things. I I know the Bills just signed the leading wide receiver from the CFL, so I'm going to throw that out there and do a little homework on him, see what this guy's all about. Duke Williams, I believe is his name, maybe. Played played uh, played at Auburn, mm-hmm. so uh, you know excited excited for the Bills to maybe get a weapon, so uh, that way we don't have to go after Antonio Brown. But we'll uh, we'll we'll hit the we'll hit the you know divisional round games and a few other things. I'm sure there's going to be some head coaching movement, um here to there. So we'll 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 hit that. Oh game.
0: yeah,
1: for sure
0: for sure. We'll see if Vic Fangio can have a good interview. <laughs> so That's right.
1: That's right. But until
0: next time, in, uh, in the Batman show, what did it say? Same bat time, same bat place, same, ba- same bat channel?
1: Yeah, just something like that.
0: Something like that. I, I can't remember, but it was something like that. I get close. I get close, right? But, uh, guys, thanks yeah, for listening.
1: Yeah, same bat time, same Willie. bat channel.
0: Appreciate you.
1: Ah, ah, Hey, man, thank you, you. thank you. That's why I bring you on. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> That's why I bring you on. Well, yeah, you thanks, know, you know, everybody, for listening. Thanks. Right, right, right. But uh, So, until yeah, next thanks, time, Thanks, everybody. I, I appreciate it. Have a
0: great
1: week. We'll see you.